Hello, welcome to Journey into an Unknown World. I'm Dr. Margaret Rogers Ben Coops. I've been hosting this show, teaching people for over three years. And now I'd like to move one step closer to meeting you. They tell me there are over 7,000 people downloading my shows every month. And I don't know who you are. I would be so grateful if you would go to my website, sumaricenter.com, put your name in, put your email address, tell me what you're interested in, what topics you would like me to talk about on the show, and also, with the new thing that's coming up soon, we're going to do one hour seminars, workshops, whatever you want to call it, webinars, for $35 an hour for each of you. That means that you can come on, talk to me, learn from me, and study at such a phenomenally cheap price that you will be able to get on with your life and do all the things that you want to do instead of hoping and praying that something will save you or something will come along to save the day. You're going to take charge of your life. So my topic this week is about being responsible for yourself, taking charge of your life, making choices, doing things that fulfill you rather than doing things because someone told you you have to do it. Once again, I'm going to remind you, sumaricenter.com, S for sugar, U-M-A-R-I-S-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. I'm sure those of you who've been listening to me regularly know it off by heart. And I know some of you have come and given me some insights as to what you're interested in. I also know that there are people listening from around the world. I've got followers in every continent on this planet, which is wonderful. Thank you so much, everyone, for your support in watching me. Uh, I should say, listening to me on this show. I, and while I'm talking about that, I want to remind you that I also have lots of educational little YouTube videos. There you can find me on YouTube forward slash Dr. Margaret. So let me put that up again. www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Dr. Margaret. And you can go there and watch me and learn some more about the many things that I've been talking about. One of the things that I've become very well known about around the world is my crystal acupuncture and tarot therapy. But there are actually six therapies in all. Spiritual crystal acupuncture, beauty crystal acupuncture, trinity stone healing, which is all to do with sound, vibration, and core Telegram therapy, which is all to do with undealt with history that is holding you back from moving forward in your life. And that is a little bit about what I'd like to talk about to you today. You know, when we're very young, we're taught that everything has a name. This is an apple, this is a tree, this is a green tree, this is a pink tree because it's got blossoms, these are flowers. These aren't leaves, and so on. And we believe it. 
and we touch it and we feel it and we say, uh-huh, now I know what a cherry tree looks like. But do we know what a big oak tree looks like when all the acorns are on it? Not necessarily, especially if we don't live somewhere in an area where they grow. Do we know what it looks like to see a fly trapper plant living in the middle of the soaking wet uh, jungle? Well, not really, unless someone imports one for us to see and work with, put flies in it, and watch how the chemicals of the plant kill the fly, and then we learn something. So you see, whatever it is that we want to do, we've learned as children to believe that everything we see is real. But what if we have a magician who's a sleight of hand person, really, who can move that coin from out of their hand to make it appear behind your ear? What a surprise. How did it get there? Every little kid falls for that one. And now we have big shows in Las Vegas where the magicians make big planes and cars disappear and we still sit there and go, wow, how did you do that? Even though at the back of our mind we know it's a trick. We're still amazed. I want to bring you into a deeper part of yourself, your spirit self, the part of you that can manifest the miracle, that can believe in the magic of the oneness and the ability to manifest whatever you need. Not necessarily just by you on your own, but also by the effort and energy of those you know around you or even strangers. I recently had a situation where I lost my money pouch with a lot of money in it. I stayed calm. I was on a plane. They wouldn't let me disembark. I was asking everyone, please let me get off and go look for it where I think I left it. Nobody would let me get off the plane. Everyone was running around in circles until finally all was boarded and I was told, you have to disembark or you can stay on the plane and go away without your money. I made the choice to disembark because I heard the word within my head, disembark. So I get off the plane. Now everybody is running around looking for my cases because I have to get my cases off the plane. Meanwhile, I've looked at where I think I've left it and of course it's not there. And then the thought comes to me, lost property. So I asked, did anyone check lost property? They responded by saying no and immediately did. The phone was hung up. I waited. Yes, I was nervous. It's a lot of church money I was carrying. Then the phone went. The girl smiled and she said they found it. I could now embark on the plane again. I'd held the plane up for 15 minutes. I was just beside myself with joy. Not because my money and my identity and all the things I had were turning up in the hands of a young man who was running so out of breath to give it to me. But with the joy of seeing how every single person involved with this situation 
was a part of me, an extension of me and a oneness, who had collectively together helped me, saved me from my own foolishness of leaving something lost, to bring to me that which I needed to take home to the church, as well as to prove to me that no one is alone and that everyone is capable of giving love, support, protection, and understanding. There wasn't one person on that plane who was not unhappy. They were all happy for me. My tears flowed for over an hour, not because I'd found the wallet with all the money and so on, but because I felt the joy of the oneness working in me, working through me, through all these people. And without a shadow of doubt, I said to myself, I can surrender now in all truth and know that whatever I must do from this day on will be done because the oneness is directing me to do it. I will follow my nose. I will follow my five senses. I will do that which I know how to do, knowing that with every choice I make, I am influenced by the people around me who might be messengers or the people who I don't know who might send a message via television or something that in some way will direct me towards what I should do next. I'm bringing that to you now. My little story had a happy ending. What I want you to realize is that you can have a happy ending too. If you've been saying to yourself over and over again that nothing works, that there's nobody to help you, that you are stuck in a loop and you can't get out of it, you're in a vortex of negative energy that holds you back and holds you down, then I say to you, you're in the wrong mode. You're in the wrong mindset. You're in the disbelief part of self. You've lost the passion and the desire to believe in the magic of the world of oneness, in the truth and understanding of your divine self. It wasn't easy for me, I'll tell you that. And I don't expect it to be easy for you. But for me in my day, when I was young, there wasn't anyone to go to. There weren't any teachers. I was the oddball. I was the stranger on the block who was psychic who, and a healer that everyone wanted to see but nobody wanted to trust because I was a weird person. Okay, Today, your computer's full of psychics and healers. Today, everyone talks about the oneness, even though nobody really knows that I started that word in England when I was about 17. People ask me, what was the oneness? What was that all about? Of course, in those days, I didn't know as much as I know today. I have a book called Journey into an Unknown World, The Way to Oneness Revisited. Yes, it's a rewrite. And yes, it teaches you a lot. But 
for those who haven't got time or can't be bothered to read because they feel so negative and so let down, then maybe you might like to stop and ask yourself, why are you thinking the way you're thinking? Why are you constantly telling yourself that something you're doing won't work? Why do you believe that you will be rejected? Why do you think that you're not good at doing the things you know you can do quite well? Why do you tell yourself that learning is difficult and that you can't learn very well? Well, perhaps you have answers like I'm dyslexic or um, I lost my arm in an accident. But the truth is, you're capable of adjusting. You're capable of turning your mind around. And the way you turn your mind around is to listen to your feelings that come out of what you've experienced. When I was a child, I was bullied. I was bullied because of my name. My maiden name was Pogson and everybody called me Piggy. A natural assumption that Pog and Pig sounded similar. Later, as I got older, to just return to Poggy. But I still didn't like it. But I lived with it. And I accepted it. And the years went by and I met a schoolmate. Now with the blue, she looked at me and said, Poggy. By then, I'd changed my name twice. I was kind of startled for a minute. I wasn't that person anymore. And I had to explain to her, I don't answer to that. I have this long name now. This is the me I am today. And she looked at me and she said, well, I'll always remember you with your pigtails. And standing there saying, don't call me names. So I guess I better start learning your new name. Well, that was an interesting moment because I never saw her again. She was a messenger. She was someone who was openly telling me, I remember how it was and I see now that you've changed. I want to pass that on to you. You're not the person you were born. You know, your body is not the same. All the cells in the body that you had died by the time you were seven. You'd replace them with all new ones and so on every seven years. So if you're 49, you've changed your body seven times. And along with that, you've changed your attitude, the way you think about yourself, the things that you've done in your life, the people you've mixed with, they've influenced you. You've absorbed information from a thousand and one sources and you've adapted and you've evolved. There's a lot of people who say, okay, let's do therapy. Let's dig down into the past. Let's dig up the old memories. Let's hypnotize you. Let's bring forward a past life where something you did is karma, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a cause for some reason in the way you think. Well, the bottom line is, whatever happened to you back then in your history was then. And no matter how much you think about it, reshape it, reconnect it, delete it, do whatever you want, 
it's still going to be stuck there in your consciousness. Isn't it better to let it lie low, deep, forgotten, lost? Isn't it better to deal with what you know today and how you are? If you have an insecurity about your sexuality, i.e. abuse, that's a big one. But is it going to be more hurtful and harmful if you're going to be stressed over old memories? How can you tell the difference between truth and imagination? How can you know what is right from wrong? Your spirit self does. And it's your spirit self that can forgive and forget and move on. I know. I did it. There are so many things that teach us a lesson the hard way. And believe you me, I think I feel as though I've had everything but the kitchen sink thrown at me. But there isn't one thing that I would stop doing. Because in my own way, I think all of those things that were thrown at me brought me to the point where I do the things I do today for a given reason and purpose. Do I justify that? Yes. Do I rationalize that? Yes. Do I explain that? Yes. But am I fixed on those things? No. Because every day, something's changing. Whatever I felt yesterday has been changed by some new information, and that makes me look at today with a different attitude and a different point of view. I often take a deep breath when I start a chore, and I ask myself, how many times have I done the washing or washed up or cleaned the house? How many hours have I spent reminiscing while I'm doing those chores? How many times have I told myself that something's wrong instead of something's right? Moving into the oneness is all about being able to say within yourself that no matter how bad something is, it's the right formation of energy coming at you. It's there for a reason. In my books you'll read about how two bombs dropped, one as soon as I was born and the second one when I was in my third to fourth year, both right across the road from where I lived. Was the influence there? Of course it was. Did it turn me towards nursing? Of course it did. Did it keep me in nursing? No. What got me out of nursing was abuse. Yes, I was bullied again, even in nursing. But what it got me into instead was psychology and psychiatry. Was that better? Yes. Did I evolve? Yes. Did I understand more about my spirituality by doing that? Absolutely. You see, everything that we are and everything that we do is easily transformed with more education. Children today are not trying to learn. They're being lazy. There was a time when people were strict. Education was important. Pay attention or get your knuckles wrapped with a ruler or your bottom slapped with a cane. 
well, we don't hold good on that anymore. But I will say, for all of that, it made us pay attention, and it certainly made us try hard as we could so that we wouldn't get that. What have we got today? Kids turning out with guns, kids annoying teachers, threatening teachers, killing people. I ask myself, what is this world coming to? And I know deep within me, it's coming to the bottom of the pit. Because the bottom of the pit is the end of the struggle of destruction. And out of that emerges the phoenix, or shall we say, new ideas, new ways to teach our children to learn to love one another and to appreciate their lessons. The young parents of today are psychic. They just don't know how psychic they are. They need lessons. And their children are so psychic that maybe it's overwhelming to them. If you're a parent and you need to know about your psychic skills, then I invite you to go to my prior shows and listen to all the shows around psychic subjects. And then, if you're still interested, sign up on my website, sumariscenter.com. And when I'm doing the webinars and seminars at only 35 an hour, you'll be one of the first to be invited. I'm also going to say that on my last show, I forgot to mention that if you're the 10th person to sign up, you will get a pendulum from me. And so I'm saying here on this show too, that if you sign up, then we will send you a pendulum so that you can ask yourself questions about which webinars you should do with me, which subjects you should study, or what choices you should make in your life. No matter what you say or do, no matter how many times you try to um, understand who you are and what you're doing, there is always a doubting Thomas within you. And as I mentioned on the last show, Yourself, Energy and Pendulums, you must realize that much of what you learned as a child was given to you out of love by your parents according to the times of the way people were thinking and feeling. For me, World War II was the strong influence for my first 10 years of my life. And after that, for my high school years, my focus was on career, on education, and a few dancing classes and such like things that I like to do, the arts and crafts. Yes, we had the evening, we had time to do those things. Are you missing out on integrating? Are you missing out on the arts? Are you missing out on sports that allow you to build your personality and character up as you shout and yell and scream with other people at the joys of some team success? Are you in love with the music and the sounds that people make? Are you singing yourself? Whatever it is that you're doing in some way, you need to understand that 
you can make those choices now. There is no teacher standing over you to bully you. There is no school friend coming banging on your door asking you to come out and play and play their games, their style and their way. There is no one who's going to turn up on your doorstep and offer you the best job in the world. But there is the oneness that's going to inspire you, stimulate you to go on a quest to find the right job or find the right partners or find the right creative things to do. All you have to do is bother to get out of your chair get up on your two feet, walk down the road or ride a bus or drive a car and look around you to find what it is that you need to help you get on to the next step. The next step will be the direction. The direction will lead you to the purpose and the purpose will lead you to actually doing the thing you want to do. And once you're doing it, the added bonus is you're enjoying life because you're doing something you love to do and you're getting paid for it too. Money in your pocket. I know when I was a child, people used to say, okay, you've got three choices. You can go into an office, you can get a profession, lawyer, doctor, nurse, something like that. Or you can go work in a factory, or you can be a shopkeeper. That was the limit of people's choices in those days. Here today, with World Wide Web, and all the many things that have been made by people in different countries, you have a golden opportunity to become an entrepreneur, to do whatever it is you want to do for yourself and for other people in a way that will help the world heal and help the young ones of today grow up feeling they've been supported with their psyche senses. They've been helped and directed towards a good purpose and that they are able to make free choices with sensibility and sensitivity involved. Let's talk a little bit about sensitivity. How do you feel when you walk up to your boss and you ask for a raise? Nervous? Insecure? Unstable? Is that the same feeling that you had when you walked up to your teacher and handed in your homework? knowing that you didn't feel you'd done so well? Is it the same feeling you have when you go to see your doctor and he's got the results of your tests? Are you nervous, worried? Well, you can change all that. You can say to yourself, I'm in charge of me. I can heal me. Whatever the results of my tests are, whatever I ask for, if there's a no, there's a reason, and that reason, I'm going to dig to the bottom of it and find it. And when I understand that reason, I'm going to then use that reason to begin creating another reason. Let me give you an example. I want to teach you online, and I really do want to teach you online. That will give me great joy. But I also want to meet you face to face, 
and see your smiley face when you understand what I've taught you. Yes, I can see your face on the computer, but that's your image. That's not you. That's not all of you. So in time, when I get things right, my dream is to have a meeting. A meeting of all the people who've been listening to my show in somewhere like Las Vegas so that people can come and have a holiday at the same time and learn from me face to face and learn from one another face to face. Yes, bringing people together in unity sends them off with a happy smile on their face, a plan in their pocket and a desire to move forward to do it. So again, if you're one of these people sitting in an armchair saying next week, next year, sometime, never, then you owe it to yourself to go back to those young childhood years when you believed in magic, when you believed that the fairies were there at the bottom of the garden. It doesn't matter that the tooth fairy was mum or dad. It doesn't matter about Santa Claus. None of that matters. Just the same as stories of Cinderella and Once Upon a Time movies and shows. It doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong. What matters is that you enjoy the fantasy. Out of fantasy comes the stimulation to want to try. And when you try, you'll amaze yourself with how much you can actually manifest in your life. So try is not hard work. Try is taste, touch, smell, feel, listen, see. And in the process of that, understand what you're looking at and ask yourself, do I want to do more of that? And if the answer is yes, then off you go. Next step. If the answer is no, go try something else. It's not unusual for people in their lives to try many things before they find the one thing that really pleases them. So on this note, I'd like to introduce you to my latest book, Quantum Entanglement, A Paranormal Point of View. There in that book, you'll learn how everything ebbs and flows just like the ocean and how we all congregate and come together in unity building and constructing and evolving and you'll also learn how at the same time we destroy because it's not needed anymore it's useless we need something better so take a long look at your life and ask yourself are you ready to let go of your history? Are you ready to receive help and guidance? If you are, write to me. Dr. Margaret, that's M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T-R-V-C for Rogers Van Coops. So Dr. Margaret RVC at gmail.com. Write to me and I will channel the counseling, direction and purpose you need for you. And because if you mention the radio show, you will get it for the very low price of $100. Normally, it is twice that amount. So, if you're listening, 
And if you want my help and guidance, just write to me, drmargaretrvc at gmail.com, and let me know you've listened to this show. Just write the name of the show and that you've listened and that you're asking for this $100 reading, and I will do it for you within a couple of days of your paying the amount. So once again, I want to say thank you for listening to my show. And once again, I'd like to remind you that we will be doing webinars, seminars, whatever you want to call it, where you will be able to study with me for only $35 an hour. There's no trick. There's no extra something built into this. So go to my website, sumaricenter.com, sign in, put your name, put your email, put your interest, and any other questions you have so that we can send you the news when we start teaching online for you to join in. And don't worry, if you miss it, yeah, I'll let you get to it later. I'll put it up again sometime. So you'll never be lost without. You can even request back numbers in time. Yes, give me time because I'm learning myself. This is new for me as it is as new for you. So together we'll grow and evolve and help one another. So until we meet again, stay well. Bye.